Drew Rode is the man I speak of. Started his career at the at the Falcons. It's not a very tough ask though. When you get the the uh, the phone call, would you like to join Subiaco, the all conquering Lions? He made the move over, and has been a star down back. Gee, their backline's been dependable. You think of names like Lockyer, Heal, and Drew Rode, who've done so much good work over many years. Don't forget Angus Dewar as well. Drew Rode is with us here on Sports Breakfast this morning. G'day, Drew. How are we, Jen? Uh, very well, thank you. Uh, gee, I tell you, those names have been locks for a number of years. Bo Wardman, Jared Schofield, uh, whoever was coach, uh, those names would have gone up on the whiteboard pretty quickly, I would have thought. Has that been a key to success, do you think, Drew, having a stable backline for the most part? Oh, absolutely. I think um, you draw a lot of confidence by playing with the same same blokes week in, week out, um, knowing how each other play, knowing what each other bring to the table. So to be to be able to have a consistent back six or seven... Um, across well, my probably my six years at the club has, has been awesome. And you're a goal kicking defender these days. You've, you've uh, popped forward and kicked a couple this year. Uh, you've been let off the leash, up the ground a little bit more. Oh, just probably right spot, right time. Really, just following my forward into a into D50, and have been lucky enough to get on the end of a couple. But um, yeah, wouldn't class myself as a goal kicking defender. <laughs> Drew, you mentioned about the understanding of your back six, and I suppose that becomes very important. And I suppose it, it, it's about backing each other up and that if someone uh, needs to make a decision that he knows that he's got the back of the others that will cover his man or whatever. That, is that the sort of thing that we, we're talking about there when you've got that understanding? Yeah, absolutely. It just comes down to familiarity with uh, with each other's game and, and everyone being on the same page and following the, the game plan and playing to the structure. Um, and, yeah, you just, you just know what you're going to get from, from those blokes. Um, and it just makes your life so much easier as a defender. Drew, take us back. I mentioned that you, you started at West Perth and, and you're a good, very good, solid player there. I think you had a year out of WIFL footy and then Subi came knocking and you, you joined the Lions. If I ask you to go back to that time where you, you're out of Waffle Footy and you decide to come back, what was it that got you to Subi? Um, yeah, correct. I had, I had a year off just to finish my chartered accountancy. Um, I tried doing half a year, my, my last year at West Perth. Um, sort of studying full-time, working full-time and footy, and it was probably a bit too much. So I decided to take the 12 months um, just to knock off the remainder of my chartered accountancy. But, um, yeah, when, when Jared called, um, sat me down sat me down in the boardroom and chucked the maggots on the board, um, had a pretty compelling case. Um, it, was, it was mainly due to the locality, to be honest. It was only probably 15, 20 minutes from the city where I was working, and it would take me about an hour and 15 to get to Joondal up. Um, for training with West Perth, so um, it was was a tough decision in the end to, to leave a lot of good mates at West Perth and a club with great culture. But yeah, looking back on it in hindsight now, it's probably the best decision that I've made in my footy career. Can't argue with it. Three premierships later, and and still contending for a fourth in your career uh, this coming weekend with the preliminary final. It's been a bit of an up and down finals campaign, hasn't it, Drew? I mean, you were so close to knocking off Peel in the qualifying, then you had a really strong performance against Claremont on the weekend, and now you, you get another crack at the Thunder. Uh, how do you feel you're situated and placed? Um, yeah, I feel like we're in a strong spot. I think last week we got back to the brand of footy that, that we want to be known for and we want to play. Um, just hard-nosed, contested ball and and turn the ball in our half, play field position. So, um, yeah, I think we've taken a step forward last week. So it's just all about backing that up again this week down in Mandra against Peel. Um, we know in the last game that there was a bit of pressure put on um, Zach Clark and then that second half especially. 
Um, we spoke to Bo Waterman, and he seemed to think, well, maybe it, it needs then more support from others. Is, is that the, the, the process this weekend, that there is that support for Clark that he doesn't expect to, that isn't expected to do it alone? Oh, absolutely. I think um, Zebo's been such a strong performer for us all year, um, and I think he's played pretty much a lone, lone, lone hand in the rough with a bit of pinching in from Luca, Luca Kempfield. So, um, yeah, it's definitely... A, uh, to take a bit more pressure off Zebo, it's definitely up to other blokes to step up, um, especially around the ball. I mean, he's a good ball winner for Ruffman. He gets first hands to it most of the time. So, um, yeah, everyone around him will be aiming to aim up and, and give him some more support in the ruck. Luca Kentfield's a likely type. It was his 18th birthday on Sunday, so nice way to celebrate with a win uh, over uh, over Claremont. And he's not eligible this year. I think he's eligible next year for the draft. But these young guys are keeping you on your toes. You've got young Colton Tholstrup as well. Um, there's there's a few there that are starting to emerge, the next batch of, of Subi stars, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was thinking to Luke after the game on Sunday, and he said he had to go to school on, on the Monday and said he was going to be wrecked. So... Um, <laughs> pretty scary that, that he's still at school um, and then you've got the other end of the scale with Zach Clark and, and, and Kitch who are like early mid 30s probably old enough to be their, their dad actually so to have a blend of youth and, and age as well and experience is, is really good and it sets the, sets the uh, group up you got room for Taj Schofield in your side this week. He hasn't played since he was injured in the opening minutes of round 20 against Easton Mantle. Is there room for Taj? He's a, he's a fair player. Someone will be stiff to miss out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a really strong performance against Claremont. So anyone who, who does go out, if they do, um, it will be very stiff. But I'll, I'll leave that one up to match community to make. He's obviously a quality player, Taj. Uh, he's a really good finisher and can kick goals as well. So um, he would be a great asset to have in the team. But... I think that's, that's probably a match committee decision to make, either tonight, I think, they meet. So, yeah, I'll leave that to them. Drew Rhodes with us, Subi vice-captain, a defender. They're preparing for a prelim final with uh, with Peel down at Rushton Park in Mandra on Sunday. You'll hear the game live here on Sport FM. Uh, Drew, um, it's certainly a, a very experienced team. Do you think that they experience at this time of year counts for something? We often talk about it in finals. Nothing can buy experience. Does it feel like that as a group? Oh, absolutely. I think experience is invaluable, especially in finals. Um, a lot of us have been have been here before and tasted tasted the ultimate success before, and and that's probably what keeps us coming back is, is chasing that that feeling. There's nothing quite like it. So, um, I think just yeah, knowing how to react to certain situations within game, especially in finals, the pressure obviously goes up a bit. It's a bit more contested, um, not as much free flowing play. So. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that comment. The experience is invaluable. Um, but on the flip side, people have got a lot of experience in their side as well. So I'm, I'm sure they'd be running the same narrative. Drew, isn't footy funny? You've never beaten Peel in a final, but you've never lost at Optus Stadium where the grand final is. So you can get rid of one uh, one milestone or one unwanted record this week and you can try and keep another record intact. Yeah, absolutely. I think Kish spoke about it a few weeks ago and and probably jinxed us. He did. Um, I think he's played in 14 finals, won 10, and the four he's lost are against Peel. So, um, yeah, look, we've, we're looking to break that hoodoo this week for sure. Um, listening to Bo Waterman after the game last week, he was, you know, there was some criticism that you're playing too much on the edge and all that, but that, it's what is expected. It's, it's a team brand, and, and I suppose that players at certain times have got to sacrifice their own game 
I suppose, for the team to make sure that they're doing that role. Yeah, absolutely. I think as, as a group, we talk about structure and role and defence, and that, that's our three pillars, and that really drives the metaphor that we want to play. Um, so no matter who it is, um, whether it's a, a Jamin alone on ball or whether it's a Gus down back, um, if, it's, if it's their turn to play a role for the team, there's, there's no second guessing. It's just go play the role. Um, and that, that'll set us in good stead to get the result at the end of the day. Drew, you went 45 minutes without a goal against Clement on the weekend. It seems remarkable in a game you won by 39 points. You kicked five in about 13 minutes and then you went three quarters of an hour before you kicked your next and there are a number of behinds there. From a backline point of view, when you see your forwards squandering opportunities, what does that do mentally to you when you, you know that so often football bites you on the backside and it goes down the other end and, and um, you're all of a sudden doing the heavy lifting? Uh, we've spoken a lot in the last few weeks about just staying in the moment um, and sort of focusing on what you can impact. So I guess, obviously, it's not a it's not set in stone. Obviously, it's pretty difficult to kick goals, especially in finals. Um, so even if Ford does miss, like you've just got to focus on the next contest, the next moment, and what you can influence. Um, I guess you can't really change what's happened. So you've just got to play your role and eventually know the title turn. And I think it did in that last quarter against Peel, um, which is a testament to the group, just sticking to task and until it's in turn for us. Yeah, class came to the fore, and to keep Claremont scoreless in the last quarter was a testament of the work that you guys did throughout the game. True, good luck. You've been here so many times before, and there's every chance you'll be in another grand final this time next week. Thanks for your time, and the best of luck. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Drew Road, uh, a veteran. I think we can call him a veteran. He's 30. Uh, as a footballer, you're a veteran. You're not a veteran in life at 30, I hope, Wayne. Three premierships. Yes. No, no he's been a terrific uh... player.